Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at Bog Bodies by Declan Chalvey and Gavin Fullerton, the 2020 graphic novel collecting no issues from Image Comics. Um, I don't know what to do there, Michael. Bloody well, Benjamin. I tell you what, I thought it was called Boge Bodies. Boge Bodies. That's one of your, that's one of Michael's classic mispronunciation bits. It is. I, I, it's pronounced bug bodies. I know what a bug body is. We all do, Michael. We've been forced to sit through many a school trip. All right, then, Ben. Let's bloody start, then, for our international listeners by you telling us what the heck is a bod, a bod body. Well, a bog, Michael, first of all, is a, a big giant pile of petrified earth. Uh, bogs mm. are, are strange things that are ubiquitous around the lovely Emerald Isle here. And once upon a time, many, 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 many moons ago... They were in the olden days. In the olden days, Michael, they were yep. sites of sacrificial worship Ooh. and occasional punishment. Depends on what you're into, oh. whatever the chieftain was having that week. Basically, yeah. a bog body to us in a modern context is a body that we found inside the bog of a, a long dead ancestor, or a long dead Irishman, <laughs> or some criminal, some scoundrel, some rapscallion, the occasional virgin. The, some, the occasional virgin, the occasional bloody p- pretender to the throne, Ben. And in fact, Ben, the bog bodies that are in this, the illustrations, Ben, if you will, they are real bog bodies. They are. They're based on the real bog bodies that you can find if you go to our National Archaeological Museum. Professional podcasting. Look, Michael, it's, it's, it's late in the evening. I've done all my speaking for the day. You're asking me to expand my speaking today. Oh, nothing's working today, Michael. I'm falling apart at the seams. So, Benjamin, if one wants to see the bog bodies, they can go to the bloody National Museum of Archaeology and History in Dublin's Kildare Street. But, Benjamin, what's bog bodies got to do with this comic? Whoa, what's bog got to do? Got to do with it? Unavoidable. In this case, Michael, there's also a a very beloved kind of well-worn trope in Irish crime that uh, basically when you do anything that's against the L crime family, they take you up the sticks and they bury you. Uh, they take you up the mountains, Ben. You, yeah. you, get, you disappear in the Dublin mountains. You disappear up the Dublin mountains and you'll never be seen again, Michael. And that's kind of where these two things meet. Bog bodies are the well-preserved corpses of ancient sacrifices and bog bodies in this context are the the well-preserved corpses of people who went against the L crime gangs. The L crime gangs, Ben. But what... Why has this got so much to do with Ireland? <laughs> Michael, I don't really yes. know. It's the most Irish comic book we've ever read on the podcast. <laughs> I tell you what, Ben. If you take... Just get yourself this comic. Open up that first page. And it's like... It's it's like a mission statement of Irishness. It's probably worth doing a little dramatic reading, Michael. I'll well, do first it. of all, Ben, let's look at the bloody art. There's the old Sandy Mount Towers. Yep. The old two monstrosities. The smokestacks. The old smokestacks. Two iconic monstrosities (laughs) monstrosities of the Dublin skyline. Um, And very famously visible from the mountains in Dublin. Mm, Very important, Michael. Very important. Perhaps the last thing a body might see. You do us a little dramatic reading. It's not usually what we do here on Collecting Issues, Ben, but why don't you do us a little dramatic reading of the single most Irish comic page in the history of comic books? 
Good evening. Welcome back to 6-1 News. Gardaí are still searching for Neve Neve Madigan, a woman in her 20s from the Tala area of Dublin. Miss Madigan was last seen by co-workers after finishing her shift at Penny's on O'Connell Street in Dublin city centre this Sunday, just four days ago. Anyone with information regarding the disappearance of Miss Madigan is urged to contact Gardaí at the number on screen. It's the most Irish thing that's ever been committed to the page, Ben. It's shocking. She works in Penny's on O'Connell Street, Ben. I was there today. Not only that, Michael, but her nickname yeah. is Neve. Her name is Neve, and her nickname. That's the point is of that. Neve. Is that a little joke by the by the writers on on international readers, or is know. it a little joke on us? I don't know. What's I don't going know on. what's happening. Um, the reason it's so bloody Irish, Michael, is it's a bloody all-star Irish cast of writers and creators that have been attached to this. Go on. Um, Go on. We have Mr. Declan Shalvey. Who has traditionally been seen in a more illustratorial uh, capacity? Yes, he's uh, he was the illustrator on one of my favorite comic books, Ben Moon Knight. Very, very good. He worked with Mr. Warren Ellis. Mm. Uh, however, in this particular yeah. case, he's taken on the role of auteur. So, mm. so he's the big writing talent at the back of this one, and he's teamed up with Pal Gavin Fullerton, who's a fairly yeah. well-known illustrator here in Dublin, and um, has done a little bit of comic book work, but not a ton. All right. And then uh, Miss Rebecca Nalty, who is a colorist here in Dublin, is mm. working with them as well. So it's it's very very Irish, Michael, from it's from top most, to bottom. It's the most Irish thing ever committed to the page, Ben. But there's not a shillelagh or a Bowron or a shillelagh or even a Bowron in sight. Yeah, there's it's it's sparse on the paddywhackery, Michael. Mm. Uh, also sparse yeah. on the hope, in my in my estimation. Yes. Yes, very grim. This it's very bloody grim, Michael. I was, I, I knew it was going to be grim. I didn't know it was going yeah. to be this bloody grim. Yeah, um, it's an interesting thing, Ben. Obviously, this is a comic book book club, so everyone who's listening has read this already. Yeah, and they don't need to be warned about the spoilers. But since Ben, this is the first week of our new Discord server. I'm going to just remind people that th- there might be a spoiler or two if you haven't read it. And what are you doing? Go and read the feckin' thing before you listen to this. This is for a discussion about the thing. Anyway, Ben, isn't it interesting how Bog Bodies, initially, it seems like it's going to be quite, just by looking at the cover and the title, you're probably thinking to yourself, this is going to be mystical, ancient Ireland, um, uh, kind of mythological setting Ireland. Yeah, I genuinely thought that's what we were in for, Michael. Me too, Ben. And that might be coloured by the fact that our good friend Barry Keegan wrote a comic book called Bog Road. Yes. And they are not in any way connected. No, they're not, which is quite surprising. (laughs) It is. My good lady friend, Ben, who purchased this for for us from the comic book shop, uh, she thought it was the sequel. Yeah, well, that would be... I also thought when I initially saw the cover that it might be. Uh, I suppose it's probably interesting to point out that your good lady friend picked it up in in Big Bang Comics, Michael. And while we normally don't get too much into publishers here, this is a pretty international uh, international effort here. We have yes. two of the big comic book stores here in Dublin: Forbidden Comics, uh, Forbidden Sid, uh, Forbidden Planet <laughs> Comics here in Dublin, and Big Bang Comics here in Dublin. And they have partnered with Image Comics to bring this to fruition. I tell you what, Ben, you're not doing bad for your first ever podcast. It's you're doing not all right. <laughs> you're doing all right. Yeah, I mean, it'd be much more embarrassing if I'd been doing this for around three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Much worse. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Ben, what what I was saying was that despite the fact you're taking off your shirt, you just it's very hot, really Michael. I'm very embarrassed. 
you're getting down into it. Um, what I was saying was, yes, the name and the cover and stuff might lead you to think this is going to be an ancient Ireland mystical origin story. But it's not at all, Ben. No. It's a grim and gritty crime story. Yeah. But it, then guess what, Ben? Go on. It is a bloody mystical spooky ghosty story mm, after all. Bloody spooky scary skeletons hanging around the Dublin mountains. Yeah, so I like that kind of triple twist. I, I enjoyed the triple twist so much more, Michael, because it came right at the end. Mm. It was well so far down the line there. <laughs> like every good twist, Ben, when you go back and read it again, it's quite obvious. Ah, yeah. But, you know, the initial reading was pure pure good. Pure good. Pure good twist, yeah. Um, and not a... But not the the kind of twist of, oh, there's a big twist. It it gradually dawns on you what's happening. Yeah. It's it's not um, one of those awful twists where it changes the entire story either. Yeah. No, no. The story remains coherent. It doesn't uproot your entire understanding of the text thus far. No. So no, it doesn't at all, does it? No, it's pretty handy. It doesn't at all. Yeah. Mm. 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 Good stuff. I did yes, find, Michael, as I went through it, watching the interaction between Kino and Killian. Who the heck is Kino and Killian? Well, for anyone who's read it, they know who it is automatically, Michael. But for anyone well, who... Well, I've read it twice, Ben, and I can't remember people's names in it. Kino is the Elfla that comes to pick up the Youngfla from the oh, apartment. Yeah, yeah. On the the kind of honourable old school drug dealer. All I could think, Michael, whilst reading that particular section is, this is just in Bruges. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's certainly a hint of um of uh, Brendan Gleeson about Kino or Colomini. Yeah, it's just written into the pair of them. It, mm-hmm. it, they are very like that particular um, movie. But it's it's pretty interesting. I think Declan Shalvey manages to do some pretty interesting things. With what he's writing, but for the first, for the first couple of minutes, and definitely the, the coming towards the end, where we kind of reveal more about what Killian did to deserve this whole ordeal, all I could yeah. think was, "This is in Bruges." There's quite a lot. It it is the classic Ben, and we mock it quite often. It is the classic gangster or assassin plot where the person gets turned on by the organisation that they've worked for. Ah, look, it's a classic, Michael. I've given yeah. you years and years of loyal service. Does it not mean anything? No. 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 Here we go now. Here we, we bloody go. go. I tell you what, though, Ben. Um, plot aside, let's just talk about the characters, Ben. Go on. I know all three of the main characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. Like, I, I know them. They're just people I know. They're very well done. They are yes. every Irish person who reads this comic will go, ah, there's my uncle, or ah, there's that little <laughs> scut that used to grow up in the estate. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they don't go, there's my uncle, because hopefully not everyone's uncle is some sort of gangsterman. Oh, I think but, they um, are, Michael. I think every last one of them is. The uh, Yeah, they are well realized as characters. And also, although there is a stylized art to it, Killian specifically, Ben. As you know, Ben, I teach martial arts to, to young men mostly. You do love them, mostly young men, and half the guys in the gym that I teach in look like Killian. <laughs> I mean, we could, if they need to do some casting, just give me a ring. Mick's yeah, got all show. the contacts. I've got all the lads. Every single one of them looks like him. Every last one of them. I thought yeah. one of the more interesting portrayals was Neve Neve Madigan. Hmm. Neve Neve Madigan. I think we've all met a Neve Neve at a yeah, certain point ter- in our lives as well. Terrified so me, yeah. Terrified me. Yeah. It scared the bejesus <laughs> out of me, Michael, from top to bottom. They still do. Oh, yeah. They still oh, do yeah. when they come across Get my away path, from me, Neve. It's scary. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's a pretty interesting comic in that regard. It's I also the the Jerry character that pops out of the boot. Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh my I used goodness. to work with him. I've seen them so often. There yeah, are yeah. so many Jerry's just rocking yeah. around Dublin City. Yeah, yeah, I used to work with him. He's oh, dead now. It's mad. So that's an interesting thing. And then I love the the tone that steadily grows in the comic as well. I I even the the landscape, Michael. And oh, I'm gonna say it, Michael. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna drop go a on. hot take on you. That's never been drop come a up hot with. Take. The landscape is a character in itself, Michael. Get Boom. the f- fuck out of here, Ben. That's <laughs> too much. But you'd recognize those mountains. You'd recognize those trees if you've ever spent any time outside of the immediate Dublin area. Well, here's the thing, Benjamin. The the mountains in this are the Dublin mountains, and both of you, both you and I, although we did not grow up in very close proximity to each other or in close chronological proximity to each other, we both grew up there. Yes, in the Dublin mountains, in the foot of the Dublin mountains. I know that lookout spot that they go to. <laughs> I actually, Ben, I went to that lookout spot not that long ago with my good lady friend because we decided we would like to see an owl, and while we were up there. Looking for owls. As you um, do. As you do, you know. I have the interests. So we were looking for owls. We were genuinely looking for owls, Ben. This is not a euphemism for anything else. <laughs> sure. I thought, wouldn't it be cool to see an owl? So we decided to go up and see an owl. And as we were up there, Ben, a car pulled up about 500 metres away. But it was middle of the night, so you could see the lights. And three men got out with shovels. And we ran away. That's fair. Yeah. I'd run away. Yeah, what the heck? What the heck were they doing, Ben? Oh, they probably weren't digging what? for treasure, Michael. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were probably digging lamping, for Ben. They were probably going out lamping, but... Um, yeah, still, <laughs> you, it was, you, uh, you wouldn't like to take the risk, Michael. <laughs> you wouldn't like to take the risk, especially having read this bloody comic. No. So, I, I think it's such an interesting comic, uh, Michael, in terms of kind of... They, they made so much hype out of it, and I'm surprised, because it, it doesn't seem to have hit... Here, as much as it seems to have hit the international community, they made a special website for it, Michael. On the special website, you can you can listen to the soundtrack that was created for this can comic. Can you? There's a soundtrack that's been created, Michael, specifically for the comic. You can find it on Is YouTube. Is it all Enya? Uh, no, it's not. But it's a full soundtrack, Michael, created specifically for this comic. And you can listen to it on YouTube completely free. Well, I will then. It's we put the link in the description, Ben. It is bizarre. Go on. And, and it's mastered by one Richard Dowling. So we have to talk to a friend of ours and find out what that was bloody all about. (laughs) By one Richard Dowling. Because I'm not, I'm not letting anything in this comic pass me by anymore. There is no coincidence. Everything is connected. It it has to be. The thing about the mountains, Ben, in Dublin is they, where's Declan Shalvey from? He must be from near us. He's from Dublin. I don't yeah, know the exact. I I don't know the exact area in Dublin. Find his address, Ben. Uh, and we'll, that's we'll a bit creepy. Ask I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to do that, Declan. If you're listening, I'm, I'm not going to stalk you. <laughs> or I'm only going to yeah. stalk you because Mick asked me to. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but there is a really nice combination of like a clearly good, intimate knowledge of the landscape up there at night. Yeah, with the local myths and legends that surround it because it is almost all of the stories from my childhood involve the mountains being haunted 
Yeah, that's where all the spooky stuff happens. Hellfire that's Club. That's where all the spooky ghosts are. Yeah. The whole thing. What's that house? It's the a, most haunted house in our, in Dublin. It's that's a, up there too. Yeah, it's a big spooky set of mountains. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if this is a uniquely Dublin thing, but the mad people do live in the mountains. Yeah. All the when I was a kid, Ben, living at the foot of the mountains, we genuinely believed that the the further up the mountains you lived, the madder you were. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I still believe that today, Michael, and I'm 29 years old. <laughs> Probably my favorite line in the whole comic is when Kino says, go back to what you were doing, Maureen, and then under his breath, you mad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most Irish thing possible. This is just brilliant. It's so good. I love that whole panel where it's revealed that Maureen's chatting to all the dead bodies. All the dead <laughs> bodies, the Ben. Okay, Ben, let's get into it. So the yeah. twist is yeah. that Neve Neve Nevegan is the girl that he killed. And she's been dead the whole time, Ben. And um, he is, I suppose, manifesting his guilt. Yeah, well, we, we assume it's his guilt at a certain point, but it's so twisty, Michael. That's that's the double twist, you see. So why doesn't he have a freak out when he sees her, if he knows that he killed her? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. What's going on? What's what's going on there? Either that or no, he's but I'm snapped. asking. I don't want a theory. I want oh. to know the facts. Well, I I don't what's know what's going on. I don't know the facts. He thinks that he's made a mistake and maybe she's still alive because she can't remember. Yeah. Anything? Does he think it's someone different? Well, he says because he tries to reason with. Jerry and Keno at one point he says what if she's not yeah. dead right what if she's grand what if everything's okay so yeah. I think what's happened is he either thinks he botched the murder yeah found your one again after they had buried her the previous evening or the even before that yeah because he says I, I have another job for you so they've obviously just been up the mountains burying another body yeah so I, I don't one. know if he thinks that she just crawled out of her grave and found herself lost in the bloody Dublin mountains and then yeah, he goes, oh, mad. maybe maybe she's not dead. Maybe I'm getting a chance at redemption here. Hooey, baby. It could all be okay. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense, does it really? No. What's going on? Do I not understand or is it a mystery? I think it's a mystery, Michael, because I didn't get it either. Okay. I, I honestly didn't see the twist coming. Now, right. that may be because on my initial read, I flicked through a little bit more casually than I should have. You didn't think, you thought it was just a common or garden gangster story. I thought it was a common or the gar- run of the mill gangster story, Michael, because d- this is not Declan Shelby's first Irish-based project. He also did... Oh, very good segue, Ben. He also did Savages for Image Comics, and that's a pure crime story. It's crime... I have never heard of it. ...from top to bottom. Crime from Tell us a little bit about that. ...top to bottom. Um, so it's set in Limerick, so it's a little bit different. Right. Set in Limerick, and it's about kind of the, the gang culture down in Limerick. And how you oh. have big fellas down the country who nobody messes with. Right. Unless they mess with the wrong person. And then you kind of have a clash of the big fella around town versus the the little scumbags around the flats. <laughs> um, this Oh, that's interesting, though, Ben, because Limerick crime families are mentioning this. Are they connected? Um, I didn't notice the connection because I'm not... I haven't read the Savages comic in a in a while, so. Oh, I would. Li- that's interesting. I would like to know that because they do mention that he's the when they're trying to get him off the murder. Mm. They mention that he's the relative of a big bash, some big is that what they call big lad down in Limerick. Bash, was it? His father was a huge Limerick gangster, wasn't he? Was that not? Yeah, you 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 have it. Well, was that a lie though? Where they were trying to get him off the hook? No, no. I think I think it was a genuine thing because he was being looked after ever since his dad. 
bit the hang on, hang on I have it here you have it there you I have, have a quick here. look I have it here do I have, have your copy look. Michael you do yeah is this your copy uh, okay yeah I should go out and purchase my own so no no don't worry about it ah no we'll, we'll support the lads they made a real effort ah yeah you actually do but do go out and buy it yourself yeah they made it they made a real effort I'm trying to find it here uh, ah the brunch that's the name. Ah, the brunch. The brunch. That's a good name, isn't it? Um, and then poor poor old Killian gets an L bash because uh, he's he's not what Jerry would deem a gangster or the son of a no. gangster. He uh, mm. the exact line here. Jesus, what a fucking baby! I can't believe the brunch was your da. At least he took it like a man. Oh, does that mean Jerry killed the brunch? Must have, or or Kino, or someone that Jerry knows. Mm. Mm. Um, interestingly, Ben. When this was a crime gangster comic, I was slightly less interested because it's not my cup of tea as a genre. That's funny because I was reading it, Michael, going and, and I was sitting there going, oh, he won't like this. <laughs> no, he's not going to like this, is he? <laughs> he's it's not got no like this. spaceships whatsoever in it. <laughs> There's um, not a single ancient alien mystery to be had. No. Um, there's, there's two, there are two things about this comic which fall into the, the field of things I don't usually like. Uh, that is gangsters. I, I, I've no time for them, Ben. I don't like. I don't like stories about gangsters. I don't like films about gangsters. I don't really like gangsters. It's fair. So you know, uh, I, I, I do not enjoy the work of a guy, Richard. Well, you did enjoy that one work of Guy Richard. Oh, oh yeah, I did. What was that one called? The Gentleman. That was funny. The Gentleman. That was funny. Mm. But still, though, it. it it hurt me that I enjoyed that. Yeah, because you don't, don't like the like glorification of gang violence. Yeah, which don't, is don't like the glorification of gang violence, Ben. I'm against it. I'm, I don't like the glorification of gang tough men. Well, I think the um, interesting thing here, Michael, is there's no bloody glory in this for gangs. <laughs> there's no glory, but I mean, it's not. It's not. Um, and I mean, I suppose gangsters are real people. Yeah. But I mean, Kino is presented as somewhat of a sympathetic character. Even though he's a right old villain. Even though he's a right old murdering... He, like, they murdered the wrong teenage girl, but they did seem to be intent on murdering a teenage girl. Yeah, which isn't great, is it? It's not great, is it? I mean, I, uh, so there's one thing I don't usually like, but I mean, people... Hopefully people who do enjoy gangster stuff generally recognise that the drama is in the moral grey area of it. Oh, I don't. I don't know if they do, Michael. I think any major not all, fans not of all, crime not all do. Mm. A lot of crime fans would love to be cool criminals. I think there's um, also, and you can you can stop me if I'm wrong here, but especially around certain areas in Dublin, there is kind of a glorification of that particular lifestyle, and it's a. There l- might be. I, I I don't know enough about it to. Uh, to be honest, like I don't think I I don't think that this comic is ever going to encourage anyone to go. I, you know, I was teeter-tottering, but I'm going to be a gangster. <laughs> this I read, is, Bob, this I read is Bob Boggy's I Bodies by Declan Chalvey, and that's that's what put me over the edge. I thought, I, you know, morally I was somewhat against murdering teenage girls, but now that I've read this and it was cool, mm. I'm going to go for it. So, I mean, there, that that's the other thing. But the other thing, the other choice in this that's interesting and I think worth discussing is uh, writing accents. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I I find it a very interesting topic the the writing of of accents. Where do you stand on it? This is it's tricky because I know a lot of it's 
accurate. I would say the least accurate writing of an accent here is Maureen. Right. And I think it's because Declan Shalvey, having grown up in Dublin, is probably quite familiar with Dublin accents. And maybe when, oh, yeah, yeah. when we stretch that concept a little bit and try to push outside, he falls back on what Dublin people think a country accent is. Maureen the Mad-El bitch. Maureen but, the Mad-El bitch. But that's, I mean, yeah, I, it's undoubtedly accurate. There's no doubt in the world it's accurate. Yeah. It's accurate. It's also a little but, bit but mean. The question, <laughs> the, well, I suppose it, I, you could argue it is. Neve is a bit mean. Is, <laughs> the question, Neve is very mean. But the question <laughs> is, um, do you do it? Do you write, do you change the phonemic spelling of words to suit accents? And... I mean, it's a it's an age old debate, isn't it? Because funny enough, many a many a great work of fiction has been written has been written. I'm doing inverted comma. I'm doing air quotes here. Has been written in an accent. Yeah, I I think probably one of the one of the things that would go against this for for me, or one of the yeah. things that might detract from it a little bit is it's very dense at the beginning with the accents. I think if you're anyone not familiar with where we're from yeah that's a tough read at the start it takes a bit uh, of getting yeah, used to yeah 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 i know but i mean you you, you have to give the reader credit uh, for their intelligence that they'll oh, no, figure it out they'll and they'll go it back together, and read it again but because, it could be off I mean, at the beginning sure but i mean that's the same type of people who would be put off by train spotting classic yeah and train spotting is impenetrable yeah that's true that's very accents. true but I mean like yeah, like I've said so many like really excellent things have been written mm. with I, like yeah it's interesting it's an interesting topic it would be it would be interesting to get a non-Irish opinion do we know anybody who isn't Irish I don't know anybody who isn't I Irish don't, I don't know a soul who isn't Irish ever since you got me that make Ireland great again cap I <laughs> Had to stop associating with people who weren't Irish. But, I mean, it would be interesting to see. Because not only is it, like, modern phonemic Irish writing, it's not what an American audience would think. No, there's... It's not Banshee from the X-Men. No. It's not a... It's not an IRA character from an 80s comic. No, not at all. It's it's, it's very true. It's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I, as I said earlier, I think one of the best things about this, Michael, is that twist at the end. I think you don't realize until it finally hits, but that tension has been building over and over and over. And all of a sudden it reaches this real kind of peak, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And I'm mad impressed by it. I just like it. I think it's... I really, I enjoyed the twist. I also enjoyed that, um, the kind of, the little mirroring of her. She's all mushed up. She's all mushed up and wrong looking. Yeah, and she's got a she's got a wonkily eye, where she's clearly that's where she was shot, and then the fact that he ends up looking almost exactly the same at the end. Yeah, there's a weird symmetry to it. There's a certain uh, Twilight Zoney unpleasantness to that. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we should probably talk about that ending a little bit more because, as we said, Michael, this is not an optimistic ending. No. Everyone dies. Oh, I was waiting Except for Jerry, Jerry to get his prick. comeuppance, and no comeuppance for him. No. No, no. He just no skates away untouched. Yeah, Ugh. it was so oh, grim. It, wait, yeah, no good. Someone should have got Jerry. Very haunting. Hmm. Hmm. Very upsetting. Also, the weirdly really weird thing for me is they just leave Kino's body. 
Like he puts yeah. he puts the young fella in, but he just leaves Keno and he says no yeah. loose ends and then drives off. Yeah. But he left big the body. They've made, they've made a big mess, Ben. I don't think Jerry is terribly smart. No, he's clearly a bit of a dope. Um He's just a he's just a lunatic. He's just like their psycho. He's just uh, you need a madman yeah, to go and he's do, the mad do dog to go and do the bite. Yeah. yeah. That's what he is. It's very unpleasant. Oh, very hurt. unpleasant. I don't like it. I like the art style, Ben. I thought it was just on uh, characterful is how I would describe it. Very noir. There's a noirness to it, all right, but that might be more the colouring. But it's, I liked the distinctiveness in the characters without going into full on cartoonish caricature. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I really like the art style. I'm not very familiar with this artist's work. You said that he'd done some some other comic work? He did Bags for Boom Comic Studios. And Bags is by an American author, well, American writer for TV called Patrick McHale. He did a really bizarre, excellent short series of cartoons for Cartoon Network called Over the Garden Wall. Oh, you're always going on about that. I'm always going on about it, Michael. Over the Garden Wall is excellent. And I thoroughly recommend it. But he illustrated... Um, Bags, which was kind of an anthology run for mm-hmm. Boom Studio Comics, and it's very gothic, uh, a little bit like this. But imagine this if it was pushed to its extreme and kind of twisted and gnarled. He does illustration. He does really funky, elongated illustrations, and um, you can check out his work. It's it's very interesting. He's primarily an illustrator and graphic designer. Mm, and does cool. a lot of different work, but he's very good, very very good. Um, yeah, so um, if you read this, what else would, do you think you would like, Michael? That's a very good question, Benjamin. I don't have any suggestions off the top of my head. Great. I mean, if you just like the work of Declan Shelby, you can. I love Moon Knight. I think that's one of the one of the best runs on a comic in recent memory. But he's the artist there, and I mean, there's very little connection, really, is there? But it, still, get it; it's good. Yeah. So I have a few to help you out there, Michael. Oh, if, thanks, Ben. If you're a fan of Bog Bodies, you can check out the Bog Road by our friend Barry Keegan. Um, that has bog in it. It's not. It's link. not just bog, but it taps a little bit into Irish kind of urban legend, mythology, folklore, things like that. You might. And real outside Dublin, the Midlands. Yeah, Midlands a very different, uh, a very different version of Ireland. Yeah, you can check out Savages from Declan Shalvey, and I can't remember the name of the illustrator on that one from Image Comics as well. If you'd like to check out series that are more in your line, we mentioned it already in Bruges. In Bruges, that's a film. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we can still give recommendations on films, can't we? That's oh yeah, yeah. That's very much allowed. And I mean, if you find that this tickles your fancy, especially if you're one of the international types and you've never seen Love Hate, oh. and you and you want and you want some Irish gangsters oh. doing gross things, you oh. can watch Bloody Love Hate. It's got a uh, Robert Sheen in it. It does from the Umbrella Academy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But that's really all I can recommend on this one, ladies and gentlemen. What did yes. you think of this particular comic? It. Not you, Michael. The listeners. You can get in touch with us on our brand new Discord to let us know. Oh, yeah. If you, ha- if you don't want to get in touch with us in the following places, at Shomrabyug on Instagram, S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G, or Shomrabyug.com. Means, means room in Irish. Ben, you've so thrown me. Sorry. Listen, you've, gone, you've gone 100% off your script for your wrap-up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wanted to plug the Discord. You said to plug the Discord. I see. Plug the Discord then. <laughs> plug the Discord first, then you do your normal Michael, rap-up. what is our Discord? 
Oh, it's 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 collecting issues book club. Collecting issues book club. So you can find us there. Yeah. Um, We're on Discord. We have a server on Discord. The link, the invite link, will be down below. And every two weeks, we'll be putting up a new um, channel. I believe it's called on Discord. Ooh. Look, I'm quite new to all of this. And uh, we'll put up a channel for discussing. So you'll join the server, Ben, which is Collecting Issues. And then you'll join a channel, which will be the Collected Issues of that period. So we're going to bang up um, uh, Bog Bodies. Yeah, that's what this is called. We're going to bang up Bog Bodies this week. And our listeners can jump in and start chatting about that. And then each week, every two weeks, we'll add a new thing. So people will be able to talk about it. Before we start getting in, you know, we'll have a, a spoilers and a non-spoilers section, and then, man, over time, we're going to go back and do our previous issues, so we can uh, we can have a little channel for discussion of each of the comics that we've done a collecting issues on. Indeed, indeed, yes, exactly. With that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, you can join us in two weeks' time when we'll be taking a look at Sandman Volume One: Preludes and Nocturnes. And Ben, yeah, and Ben, look, this collecting issues book club, this 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 podcast that we started more than a year ago, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Uh, yeah, this uh, it's never ending, is it? It just keeps going. Um, but Ben, the whole point of this is for it to be a book club, and we get um we get great feedback from some very kind of some people who are genuinely interested in this concept, but. One of the things we found is the feedback is very disparate. Sparse. So, yeah, well, I wouldn't say sparse is the right word because what I'm saying is disparate. So some people will send us a message on Facebook. Some people will send us a message on Instagram. And those people would probably like to be speaking with each other. Yes. Because they're like-minded comic book fans who are wanting to discuss these kind of things. And it ends up being... Uh, disparate discussions between us and people who've listened to the episode whereas wouldn't it be great to have a bit of a bit of more interaction with each other we need a hub michael discord ben hub Mm. Ah. so the discord is going to be the hub but we need those first few loyal listeners ben those people they know who they are if they're listening to this they're probably (laughs) one of them if you're one of the three people that listen to us regularly get on there (laughs) it's more than three six um but uh yeah, those for those few, those first, those first and brave few who get on Discord and get this thing rolling, uh, they're the ones we really need to get this whole kind of community idea going. So uh, go for it, guys. You know who you are. Yeah. So do that, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you. In, if you don't get on the server, we'll stick you in yeah. the boo, and we'll take yeah. a little uh, little take journey. Take you up the bloody mountains. Take you up the bloody mountains, mountains to go looking for elves. Sure. To show you an L. <laughs> now do your normal wrap up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you don't fancy joining our Discord, which isn't a choice, go and join the Discord. Discord you can get in Discord. touch with us on Instagram at Shomrabiog. S e o m r a b e a g. Yeah, it means tiny Roman Irish. Thank you very much. And Sorry. if you fancy using a, a little bit more of a nineties method of doing things, Shomrabiog.com is where we are, and you can find us there. And you can keep up to date with us in loads of different ways. Um. If you have anything that you'd like us to review on this particular podcast, if you have a review, Ben, collecting volume or anything like that, please do let us know and we will get on it as soon as possible. That's what are it. we doing in two weeks? <laughs> That's it for us this week. Join us again in two weeks' time when we'll be taking a look at Sandman Volume 1 Preludes and Nocturnes by Mr. Neil Gaiman and various artists. Never bloody heard of it, Ben. I hope it's good. No, I hope it's bloody good. <laughs> Witty end. Uh-huh. Goodbye. <laughs> I bloody get in that boot.